Welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and this is episode number one. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer was already within your reach? With each podcast, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining the spotlight on your inner world, eliciting awareness and insight. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to love yourself back to life. Before going into the content, let me explain what to expect with this podcast. First, a new episode will be launched every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Each podcast will last about 20 to 30 minutes and will be converted into a blog post so that if you wish to go back to some information, you will be able to read it on my website. And the website is nadiafleury.com. It's spelled N-A-D-I-A-F-L-E-U-R-Y.com. And please note, I may use terms like universe, infinite intelligence, higher power, infinite mind, spirit, God, universal power, inner wisdom, and so on, to refer to that power that created the universe. If you do not connect with any of these terms in your own mind, just substitute something else that works better for you. After all, it's not about the word itself that is important, it's the meaning behind it. As another disclaimer, I am not a psychologist nor a psychiatrist. I am an entrepreneur and I love creating things out of nowhere. It can be related to business or personal. Like a composer who creates a symphony, I can take abstract thoughts and convert them into deliverable asset. In relationship, I see beyond the tangible. I guide you to view your life through new lenses, giving you a new perspective to challenges you may have. In this podcast, my stories will include the good, the interesting, and the personal. However, to respect the privacy of the people involved, I may from time to time change the person's true identity. Today, I can proudly say that I'm living a successful life. It wasn't so a few months back. Although I aim to stay positive, there may be time where I will be sharing some deep personal feelings. In no way I mean to blame or criticize others, and I hope no one gets offended in the process. See it like a movie where the actors must bring you through their journey to arrive at the tail end of the story. Except in my stories, there are no villains. I believe the universe sent me these people I met along my journey on purpose to learn and grow. All my shares are without any judgment. None of us are perfect. Only through the struggles I learned to discern between what I was willing to stand for and what I was no longer willing to accept. This lesson alone has been priceless for my growth. Overall, my quest was to find out who I am and what is my purpose in this world. The journey led me to find happiness. So I'm going to share what it took to finally love myself back to life. Of course, if you have any burning questions and can't wait for the next podcast, please reach out to my email address, which is ask 
at nadiafleury.com. It's spelled A-S-K at N-A-D-I-A-F-L-E-U-R-Y dot com. And now let's get started. Are you living a successful life? For me, my entrepreneurial adventure started in January 2012 when I chose the unbeaten path. I quit my high-paying job to fulfill my dream of owning a skincare business. I did my best with the resource I had at the time. Instinctively, I knew the fastest path to growth was to team up with others, but the lack of money stopped me in my track. I resigned to do most of the work alone. What I never anticipated was how the lack of money affects a relationship. It has a way to bring the worst in people. I can say this, you either learn to work together or fight to a standstill. Let's just say that during the first three years of the business, our relationship between me and my husband was going like a roller coaster. The thing is that no matter what I did, it never seemed to be enough. I got so caught up in trying to learn everything from formulation, QuickBooks, e-commerce, Amazon, branding, sales and marketing, social media, that I forgot to live. I felt I didn't deserve to be happy until I was financially successful. Heading to my low self-worth, my husband was having a hard time providing for the family. He wanted me to be in revenue so the burden wasn't always on his shoulder. Just recently did I realize what was taking place at the time was a classic clash of two people with two different agendas. In the book From Good to Great, the author Jim Collins mentions about the importance of knowing who sits in the bus and where, and more importantly, who doesn't belong in the bus. It applies in business and in personal relationships. Notice when you hang out with people who does not support your growth. Pay attention to what they say and do, especially when you start venturing out of their comfort zone. It may come a time where you have to choose between their friendship and your goals. When this arises, it can bring unforeseen challenges. Watch out for any of the five negative emotions like anger, sadness, fear, guilt, and hurt. They are real and can paralyze your growth. Much later did I realize the biggest struggle I had with my husband in regards to the enterprise was that we had two different agendas. Mine was to build a world-class skincare brand. You know, in business there are two approaches. You climb the corporate ladder, wrong by wrong, or you stay on the ground for a while and build an helicopter. I had so much imagination and didn't want to be confined to other people's paradigm, so I chose to build an helicopter. On my husband's side, let's just say, before quitting my high-paying job, he got accustomed to my steady stream of income. When I left the company, the paycheck stopped too, causing a shift in the money coming in and is so in the relationship. So he saw the skincare business as an exit strategy. When I'm in revenue, he will be able to go back to being comfortable. 
Unconsciously, other things were pulling both of us in opposite directions. On one side, there was a low thermostat setting, meaning not wishing to achieve more in life, while on the other side, there was me who had big dreams. And second, I don't know at which point in time this took place, but I know in my husband's mind, he associated that if I'm financially wealthy, I would leave him. So guess what happened? Consciously, he wanted me to be successful. He could go back to a place of familiarity. However, unconsciously, he feared that if I'm successful, I will leave him. This created all sorts of wasting energy in silly arguments, finger pointing, and I told you so. Intuitively, I knew it's normal for entrepreneurs to make mistakes. That's how we learn. Yep, you got that right. There is no book that provides the exact right answer when you build something from scratch. The instruction manual comes later. I never lost the high achiever attitude. However, after years of no revenues, I started feeling like I was a burden, which took a toll on my soul. I was afraid of my real potential. I had ventured into something I had no idea how to do. I could only trust that what I was working on would one day pay off. Over time, I started doubting my abilities. I was so afraid of hearing more criticism I couldn't carry a conversation without stammering out. I'm not sure which was more hurtful between watching my husband's body language as to how long it took me to deliver a sentence or being ashamed for not bringing some money to help him pay the bills. At that point, we had to refinance our home. I didn't know what to do, so I resigned to hide in the kitchen, which was partially converted into a laboratory. I kept hoping that tomorrow would be a better day. Then something more profound pinched my heart. What was the use of my formulation if I couldn't share it with anyone? I had to find a platform to share my message, but first I had to find my voice. I had to find myself. On December 31st, 2015, after another argument with my husband, I asked myself if the only reason to my existence was to make him miserable. I didn't want to fight. All I wanted was for both of us to support each other emotionally. At that point, the air was so thick with negativity, it was hard to see ahead. It's like I was in a fog. Intuitively, I knew there was something wrong with my life, but I did not know what it was. That night, I asked God to help me, to show me a new path because the one I was on led me to a dead end. Help came in the form of an invitation to attend a personal development seminar. What they were saying on stage made sense. They said things like, nobody climbs Mount Everest alone. Surround yourself with same-minded people. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And my favorite one, put your ask out there. At the end of the event, there was an enrollment invitation. Members would have access to mentors and coaches as well as other exciting opportunities. I wanted to participate, but it required a substantial financial investment, which I didn't have. As I thought about this, my body was sitting quietly, yet my mind was spinning with new ideas. Images of missed opportunities came rushing through me. 
Should the lack of money dictate my growth? In years past, I had always consulted with my husband before incurring significant financial expenses. We decided together if the expense was justified or not. I realized we had always let the lack of money dictate our future. I wonder where this behavior had taken me. It hadn't improved my life or allowed me to grow. There was no anger or blame regarding this, just a realization that my past choices were no longer serving me the way it once did. Then a message from above came to me. You already know how you're going to solve your problem by choosing who you are going to discuss them with. I knew if I asked my husband's permission, he would tell me, nope, we can't afford it. I was at a crossroad. How long would I let my husband decide for what is best for me? I knew that what I was missing in my business was an alliance with same-minded individuals. People who understood that sustaining a vision requires faith, belief, love, and money. In a moment of courage, I took the responsibility for my future. And this is when I hit that enough being the dutiful wife button. I chose to invest in myself. That day was a pivotal moment for me. For the first time in 20 years, I put me first. However, the tale of this podcast does not end here. It's actually the beginning. I gave you an aperçu of my life before meeting all these coaches and mentors that have helped me out. The other day, my girlfriend said, Nadia, every time I see you, I keep learning from you. It made me think, what if I could help more people? And it gave me the idea to create this podcast. I'm going to share with you what took place after meeting all these coaches and mentors and how they elevated me how they supported me in my growth. I realize you may not have the same flexibility as I have, especially if you are working on an eight to five job, or maybe you live too far to attend an event, or you may not have the financial means to afford the mentors and coaches. So I will be sharing with you my heroes, the one that took the time and saw my potential. One podcast at a time, I will showcase special moments that have made an enormous impact in my life. Before I conclude on this episode, let me say this. My first challenge was learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable, which means daring to create this podcast. And as you will discover, regardless of how challenging life has been, since the day I decided to invest in my growth, I wouldn't trade any minute of it because it made me who I am today. My mission is to inspire you in bringing awareness and wisdom so that your tomorrow is better than your yesterday. To help you release what is blocking the flow of your success. To awaken your full potential and reconnect with your life again. Because yes, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to love yourself back to life. <music>